Welcome back, haters. <laughs> welcome to Jackson Transplants, the welcome committee for transplants, Jacksonians. Welcome, but not necessary. Just kidding. No, I'm not. Anyway, <laughs> so I am in a really good mood. I am in less than 24 hours. I am going to be on vacation. I am going on my annual cousin's trip. So all the cousins are flying into L.A., and then we are going midway to some type of winery or some nonsense like that. Mm -hmm. And then we're going to San Francisco. So I am very excited. This is like my first break of the year. So, yeah, I need this. If if you guys want to cash at me so I can have spending money because I spent all of it just to fly to L.A., that would be great. (laughs) 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 It's like I can fly there, but I can't eat. (laughs) And that's fine. That is absolutely fine. Uh, if you want to keep abreast of the pictures I'm taking, you can follow me on my personal account at the Kelly Cartel. It's in the bio of pretty much every social media page I have. So, you know, just in case you're bored and like nosy or whatever. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> enough about me this time. I am excited about this particular interview because I feel like it's something we don't hear about too much. And before we get started, I kind of just want to set the tone for the podcast a little bit about me. Um, Just, I guess, like from a learning perspective, I love like learning about religions. I love um, learning about spirituality and everything that's associated with that and even cults. Like I will watch Scientology. Well, I shouldn't call it a cult, but but even like series like... (laughs) In case there are any signs, I, I Googled the local, the closest Scientologist center to us is actually in Baton Rouge. Mm. Yes. <laughs> so that just lets you guys know how I feel about that. But like, I love to learn anything about this type of stuff. So um, um, just because I'm from New Orleans, I feel like I'm a little bit more flexible than a lot of other people like within the Bible Belt because we kind of cross into a lot of different things out there. So... I'll just, you know, we'll talk a little bit more about that as the episode progresses. I will go ahead and just be quiet and allow my guests to introduce themselves. Let us know your name, where you're from, and when you arrived in Jackson. All right. So, (laughs) (laughs) I am William H. Kelly III. Okay. The third one. Are we related? My last name, but that's by marriage. Are you EY or Y? I'm a L-Y. Yeah, it's like yours. Yeah. Yeah. Where, like, is your family originally from the place that... No. So, I'm from Houston, Texas, okay. um, but my family... Well, wait. Yeah. Yeah, my family is originally from, uh, like, Opelousas, Washington, Louisiana, um, a few a few places in Louisiana. Oh. So yeah. we're like we could be like cousins, cousins. We might, really but like be on like my blood. side, right? Yeah, but not on my husband's side. Okay. <laughs> yeah, and um, yeah, Louisiana, and my, maybe I felt that Louisiana connection. You might have <laughs> because I, I absolutely love being out there. Okay. Um, and I love the the culture and the roots from Louisiana. Okay. Okay. But yeah, my my grand uh, grandmother, she's from Egypt, Texas. Okay. So, yeah. Okay. Never really been out there. Probably once as a child, but yeah. dirt. I just remember dirt. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm from Houston, Texas, and there was another question. When did you arrive in Jackson? Yes. Okay. So, I actually 
came to Jackson about five years ago okay. um, to attend Jackson State University. So it was about August 2014. Okay. And I first visited for, uh, I think it was high school day or orientation. That's when they got me too. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that was absolutely yeah. awesome. <laughs> so, yeah, and you just finished, right? So yes. congrats on that. Because I was going to harass you. And then I remember, like, we were a mutual friend. I was like, oh, but I think he graduates today, so maybe I should hold off. Yeah. <laughs> I, um... Yeah, I did my five years. Mm-hmm. Didn't do four, but the five was meant to Listen, be. Listen, yeah. I did five too. Yeah. Nothing's wrong with that. Hey, five is a number <laughs> of change. So I'm absolutely okay with what happened. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't want to talk about how long I've been in school. I don't know about that particular number. <laughs> they don't need to know that. Point, right? No. <laughs> not today. No, no. So I do want to say I did not officially meet you, but both of us was, we were at was it Synergy Soul? Soul, Soul Synergy Center. Soul Synergy Center for yeah. uh, a group meditation. And we took a picture together. And a friend was like, hey, this guy might be cool. And he sent me your profile and I followed you. And I was like, I know him. I was like, well, no, I don't know him. But we're in a picture together. Yeah, that's not weird at all. <laughs> I know. You know, I feel like one thing I do like about Jackson, I feel like it's the place where you can easily like slide in someone's DMs and it's like... People respond to you. Yeah, right. <laughs> I just saw you walking down the street. Was that you? <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> how do we know each other again? <laughs> yeah, right, right. But like, people are not like they're cool. They're not offended by. It. I guess if you come correct, like it's a cool thing, you right? Know? But what's come correct again? <laughs> well, I was like. Hey, I saw your profile. You do all this stuff, and this is like cool, and I feel like I need to know you. Mm-hmm. So, like, yeah, I've been su- successful so far. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, I was going to say I won't name drop him. So, but we talked about it offline. Mm-hmm. Me and him fight on Twitter a lot. So, in case y'all want to know who it is, if you follow me on Twitter, you would know. But, <laughs> goes to Twitter right now. <laughs> I think people think we hate each other, but we don't. We just fight, you know, just, you know, like friends or whatever, or enemies, I'm not sure. Anyway, (laughs) so do you want to tell us a little bit about what you do? You do two things. I know of two things. Mm -hmm. But do you want to start out light? (laughs) Let's see. Should we go with the... The woo-woo stuff first? Or no, like let's let's save that. Let's start off light, because if we start off light, they might keep listening. Right. <laughs> we'll save the crazy stuff for later. Yes. Um, so I, I guess I should start off here. I studied multimedia journalism okay. um, at Jackson State University, and I was a minor in graphic design. Okay. Well, technically, I was a minor in art. But the way the graphic design classes are set up Mm -hmm. with the capacity, um, that didn't work out very well. Okay. So um, I'm just an art minor. Well, not just, but I didn't go for what I was going for. But So I am a writer. Mm. I am a graphic designer. I like to paint. Um, I'm a photojournalist, a photographer also. Those are two different things. Mm -hmm. And, um, hmm. Yeah, I think that's about that's about it. Okay. With Are the, you doing a lot of that these days? Am I doing what? A lot of that stuff these days? Not as much as okay. I was. Yeah. Um, 
in the past years. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've always loved writing. I've always loved photography and art. Mm-hmm. And I've really been doing it since childhood. Uh, I remember always drawing on like receipts or mm-hmm. anything that I could, like the walls. I was yeah. one of those really? kids. I definitely colored I just, all on the walls. I just drawed on church programs because I was bored. Oh, other okay. Than that. <laughs> Started young with it, right? <laughs> yeah. Just kind of like, nope. <laughs> Just gonna cross all of that. <laughs> well, you know, I, I grew up Baptist, so we mm. were in church for like eight and a half hours. Yeah, because that's realistic. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. I um no, I, I took a year off. Okay. Um, from my photography and journalism and media, all of my media work. Okay. So, yeah. Okay. Well, we're gonna take a break here. All right. Jackson, Mississippi's only alternative culture shop, Offbeat, is your one-stop shop for comics, records, and designer toys. Located in the heart of Midtown and Black-owned and geek-operated, this store is home to the best alternative artists. Visit Offbeat today at offbeatjackson.com for more info. So, what other things do you do in the Jackson metro area? Well... (laughs) I'm always, it's funny when I'm answering this question, I'm Mm -hmm. always like, will you be able to comprehend what I'm about to say? Yeah. Will you look at me with a tilted head or? Some people will be able to comprehend it. (laughs) Some people will Google it. Some people might just unplug at this point. Just kind of shut down. But your your list already counts. So I just want, (laughs) I already have the numbers. Thanks anyways. Yeah. Um. Currently, I am a Reiki Master Practitioner. Okay. And I am in the process of, hopefully, becoming certified as a a psychic. Okay, cool. How? (laughs) Why? Like, how is this something, is this a gift that you had since childhood? Is this something you became interested in? Do you study this? Or just something like just, you know, just go off and like, you're like, okay, I do this. Bam. Okay. So, man, that's a, that is a story to tell. Um, Let me try to find the the one with the least amount of words. I mean, listen. (laughs) Look, how much time do I have? I mean, listen. (laughs) Um... Wow. So, where to start? Growing up, and it's funny, I might have to start from now almost. Okay. But uh, looking back, as I've been getting more and more into everything and being around more people who are in tune with um, their spiritual gifts and spiritual abilities and just being on their uh, spiritual path, I've been able to recognize and realize that a lot of this stuff about me has always been there. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just, I didn't have anybody to tell me that's what was going on. That's yeah. what I was experiencing. This is why this is happening um, and things like that. And so one of the things that I'm kind of referring to is uh, being an empath. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the more common uh, words when it comes to... I feel like people are more comfortable with that. Yeah, it's not as um, demonized, I yeah. guess you could say, <laughs> uh, or too off in the waters. Yeah. Um, but for those who aren't familiar with the word empath, people who 
say that they're empath usually are uh, saying that they feel and uh, experience other people's emotions. Mm-hmm. Um, and this can go, this can be as simple as if someone is nervous around you, mm-hmm. then you will also be nervous and you may not realize why you're nervous. You're just like, oh, I'm really nervous. Yeah. And, uh, it really becomes your own emotion. Yeah. So I don't know. I wouldn't say that. I hope you guys can't hear that. <laughs> but I wouldn't. I don't think I would say I'm an empath. But I know I've said like several times, especially at work, because it's been like a challenging month there. That I don't like to pick up other people's anxiety yes. or energy. Yeah. So I don't know if that's just making me like. I don't know if I would be considered that. But I'm like. If y'all have issues yeah. and you're nervous, like keep that to yourself. Yes. And then even if I'm experiencing something, I'm like, okay, so is this me? Is this my issue, or am I picking up other people's stuff? Yes. You know, but I don't, I don't know if I would be considered. I just think I'm aware of other people's energy, and I might. By the way, I'm an introvert, and I think part of the reason I am. Is I just because, raised my hand, by the way, <laughs> in agreement. Part of the reason I am is because. Too many people around me can be overwhelming to mm-hmm, me. Mm-hmm. So maybe I am. I'm not sure. but You might be. Yeah. I, I don't like a lot of people. I'm like, it's too much going yeah. on. <laughs> Same. So I like to like keep it small or not at all. It's like, I don't need humans. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's up for you guys that's listening, of course. <laughs> right. We like you guys. We, I think. Yeah. But so, yeah, no, you don't have to be an empath and people mm-hmm. don't know that. You don't have to be an empath to uh, pick up on other people's energy. Okay. Uh, so one thing, and it's very interesting, uh, everything has energy, mm-hmm. literally everything. Um, everything vibrates. There are low vibrations and there are high vibrations. But so you can exchange, people exchange energy every day and don't mm-hmm. realize it. Just by touching someone else, you're exchanging energy um, of course, uh, sexual interaction, that's a very uh, increased form of energy exchange mm-hmm. and uh, just kind of being in the same space with somebody. So when you walk in a room and it's like you look over at somebody and you're like, I don't like them. And you're like, but why don't you like them? And they haven't done anything. It's usually uh, because your vibrations and your energy just do not they don't mix. They don't mesh well. I hope my husband is listening to this because, <laughs> and mom too, because oftentimes I was like, I don't know that per, I don't like that person and I don't know why. Mm-hmm. They have not done anything to me personally, mm-hmm. but I just do not like them. I just don't want to be near them. Yeah. And it's no attack. Or, yeah. You know. Sometimes you find out like down the line and you hear something and I'm like, I know I ain't like them for a reason. That's why. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I am quick to be like, I, I don't know what it is. It didn't do anything to me personally personally but mm-hmm. i don't like them yeah yeah I, um a lot of times that's just our intuition mm-hmm. also like kicking in to help us from getting into a specific situation yeah but people are hard-headed and like you know want to control everything yeah so they don't listen and pay attention to that and mm-hmm. um just even deeper a lot of people just based on their childhood and their experiences just mm-hmm. have been taught to not trust the intuition and of course the government 
is putting fluoride in everything to yeah. help keep our, you know, third eye closed. But that's another topic oh, for another yeah, day. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I remember reading a lot about fluoride. I mean, they even recommend not giving it to kids too. Yeah. When you think about it, and you never make a connection between um, chemicals and what they can do. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of, you may have noticed I'm wearing my watch, and you told me not to. Baby steps. Baby. <laughs> Okay, how many times a week? So, okay, really quickly. (laughs) Ashley came in. So, like I mentioned before, I'm a Reiki master practitioner, and that is a form of energy healing, Um, and I will go more in depth about that. But after the session, uh, I intuitively kind of picked up that um, that her arm was kind of, something was going on with her arm during the session, and I was giving a lot of attention to that arm. And at the end, when we were debriefing, uh, we talked a bit, and I was like, yeah, take that off. Uh, And And, it happened to be on the same arm. Yeah, and I was like, what do you mean, switch arms? And he was like, sell it. I was like, (laughs) sell it. Just straight up, no, sell it. Get rid of it. it. Trash it. (laughs) Yeah. And then you know what? And it's not just, you know, you don't have to be someone who believes in this stuff. Even people who work in, like, IT. Mm-hmm. Those people are like, you know, certain like, I remember even your podcast, Melvin, what was that guy saying? 4G? He's like, you don't want that. Oh, the 5G? Is it four, 5G? He was like, five, huh? Yeah, he was like, 5G is bad. And I remember I saw it on my phone once and I like tweeted Melvin. I was like, my phone was saying 5G. It's like the, the end near. But like, you know, and then you hear about like sleeping next to the phone. Mm-hmm. And I saw an article about like kids are growing up with like horns on their head due to the technology. Not even, you don't know it, but like after I saw you that weekend, I didn't use my watch. Awesome. And now even I'm charging my phone and iPad. I'm trying to charge it away from me and not like sleep with it near. Yes. And one of these days, I'm going to get a salt lamp. Yes. So I'm, gonna, I'm making steps. Yeah. But I just want to say, I'm like, okay, I'm going on vacation soon. I don't know if I can part with my watch. <laughs> I, I need my watch for my vacation. <laughs> I'm like, you know. You know. No. But anyway, uh, so yeah, so how do you navigate this world? I mean, you're from Houston and you're, fr- and you're in the Jackson metro area. Like, that's basically the same thing for us, like the Bible Belt. Mm-hmm. Like, how do you navigate this world in Christian country? Mm. because I feel like I did not know it existed at all. Like, this is news to me probably, like, the last past year. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, and there's even fewer, like, African-Americans that are a part of it. I just feel like, for us, most people have been taught you're not supposed to question anything. At all, yeah. So it's like everything is like immediately sent to hell. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, you have a question, you're going to hell. Oh, you blinked uh, and you sneezed. <laughs> Definitely you're going to hell. hell. Yes. And I've been a person where that was never sufficient for me, mm-hmm. you know? So it makes sense that I've always gravitated towards like career and education that's like analytical because I need to understand why things are the way they are. And although like my mom might not always agree with me, she went to seminary. Mm-hmm. And even in seminary, you don't just learn about Christianity, you learn about everything. So, like, how does that work being here? Because I feel like largely it makes people think you're crazy or you're a witch Mm -hmm. or, like, you're evil. But it's just something, like, people are just not open to at all. Yeah. Man. So, uh, do can you even tell people, like, the things you do in general? Is that, like, reserved for the people who are, like, a little bit more open-minded? I have to 
intuitively feel okay and know that makes sense that they can handle whatever i have to say yeah um everybody that i talk to does not get the uh full uh spectrum of what i currently do yeah um and sometimes ahead of time before i even uh i guess see them mm-hmm. i kind of get the the message that that's just not gonna go well yeah uh but yeah it's a really it's a tough position to be put in because mm-hmm. you do want to share what uh you're experiencing yeah. with people but i had to learn the hard way that uh everybody's just not at that level of um awareness mm-hmm. or uh knowing um and able to comprehend esoteric uh knowledge and information mm-hmm. but uh yeah definitely after not listening to uh my guidance mm-hmm. um with a few people and going against it and trying to tell them anyway yeah and just really feeling that heavy pressure on my chest mm-hmm. as the conversation is going by yeah. and they're just not uh being very receptive mm-hmm. or understanding of what I'm trying to say yeah I'm just like yeah I, I will listen from now yeah. on about that is that more of like family or just people in general family actually hasn't been uh too um it hasn't been too bad with family. okay it's more so people in general or friends that I had uh that I actually had a really nice bond with. Yeah. But as I started getting deeper and deeper into my spiritual journey and uh, started experiencing my spiritual awakening, it was just certain people that was not ready yet. Yeah. Uh, they weren't ready. They uh, they had to go. Yeah. You know. And I guess, like, it's just so different for me because, like I, like I said, and I was talking to you before we started recording, is that, like I said, you guys know where I'm from. I've said it like several times before. I'm from New Orleans, and we just operate a little bit differently out there. So, and I think I might have told you guys before. Like at one time, I was like a ghost hunter, like in high school, like early on in college. And I was literally, <laughs> I printed out a list of all the haunted places in New Orleans. My, I think my dad, my grandfather, bought me like a. A camera from uh, the pawn shop. (laughs) So we were like going to all of these places trying to figure out if I can like see a ghost, if it's haunted. (laughs) And then look, we expanded the search. We started going to like the plantations, like on River Roads, of course. Like that's like, you know, uh, tons and tons, probably thousands and thousands of slaves like went through there or whatever. I was not very successful. But the reality is, I'm not really about that. Like, what was I gonna do? Once you saw it, <laughs> what was now I gonna what? do? Did you ever get to the now what part? <laughs> right, <laughs> because like back then, I think I was like very much so at like level one of like learning about this stuff. So it's like you know, some people do that and they help people move on. Like if you believe in ghosts, yeah. regardless if you believe it, and you never know what's going on. But <laughs> but <laughs> so it's like me, I would have been like taking a picture like hey girl and you probably ran out of there or whatever <laughs> so for me it's like i am I'm, I'm flexible in my understanding but some people are like mm, i can't hear about that because like they can't process that something like that exists yeah or it's just like that's just not the thing like you know one of the things that i realized uh i guess contributed to 
the limiting uh, with people and being open-minded mm-hmm. uh, was, of course, how we're raised mm-hmm. as kids, how most of us are, are raised, at least. Mm-hmm. Uh, when it comes to religion, like you said, if you, you know, blink, then you're going to hell. Yeah. And you're just like, okay, well, I know for a fact that I don't want to um, go deeper and explore yeah. the questions that are naturally popping up mm-hmm. and coming into my head because we all have that curiosity. Yeah. And we um, daily, we're guided uh by higher forces and just our intuition to ask questions because we all have a different journey to go on Mm -hmm. and we all have a different purpose and um people just have to realize that there's multiple things out there multiple religions multiple ways to do things Mm -hmm. it's uh a a variety of music genres to pick from yeah you know we all have we have these options for a reason and uh, picking one or picking more than one will not uh, banish you. Like, you know, you yeah. won't get penalized for doing well, that. Well, I mean, but you know, like, it depends on what you practice because for some people you are, like, penalized. And then, like, I also grew up in, um, you know, I went to Catholic school, so a lot, you know what, if I could pick one, I gravitated towards that one, but that's just because they were a little bit more accepting of things like ghosts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> stuff like that a priest told told us about like an exorcism he did (laughs) so (laughs) he was about that life basically yeah and you know what he should not have told us I was in elementary school must have been second or third grade and I was scared for my life for like (laughs) (laughs) years like scared of the dark and stuff like that for years because he told us that story somebody was like does that exist and basically like the stuff that people see in movies he was like all that happened yeah in real life and I was like why would you tell us this like children like what's on the wall (laughs) well he was talking about I probably shouldn't talk about it but (laughs) but basically like stuff that people see in movies he's like Mm -hmm. he's seen that like in real life yeah so yeah and some of that is real to an extent but I mean think about it with movies and tv um one thing unfortunately is that they demonize a lot of uh spiritual um information and experiences uh, to keep people away from it mm-hmm. uh, and to also get more views mm-hmm. and uh, really get more more streams and you know stuff like that but it's exaggerated for our entertainment yeah but a lot of people take it very literally especially mm-hmm. if it says based on a true story yeah um, but one of the things that I like to encourage people and just tell people is that um, whoever your God or higher force may be the one thing that everybody can agree on is that uh, that force and power is coming from a place of love. Yeah. So if they, he, she, whomever it may be, is coming from a place of love, um, why would they banish you for exploring and thinking differently and uh, doing what you feel is right? And what you feel like you love to do or would like Y'all to do. Y'all can't see my face right now. But I'm like, <laughs> my head's cocked to the side. <laughs> to the right. Because, yeah, because it's like a lot of times we get away from that very basic thing. Mm-hmm. And then people wonder why. It feels like, I guess like millennials and even like the younger generation are like going away from religion. They don't know why. It's yeah. because love is not really at the center of it. Mm-hmm. Or people don't feel love. You know, they feel everything else judgment or hate or whatever sadness and yeah 
Well, <laughs> right. <laughs> but at the same time, it seems like uh, spirituality is being mainstream. Like you mentioned, like the third eye. Like people are saying stuff about that and like making jokes and references. Like you're seeing more people use sage, mm-hmm. and they're saying they're saging when it's smudging. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're smudging. They're smudging with it. Um, you're smudging with sage. Yes. <laughs> Um, or they're carrying crystals mm-hmm. now, so it's like crystals. I have two with me. Yes, right now. we're gonna take a picture too for yeah. for them so they can see on Instagram. But like <laughs> you know, um, people are starting to do this. Is this like oh my oh. class ring has? Them. Oh, yeah. that's cool. <laughs> um, is this like a trend type situation? Is it just just the cool thing, or people are just looking for something? They're like, okay, this didn't work out for me. At my, you know, childhood church, so I'm going to try this. And I can't be Muslim because I want to eat pork. Like, mm. are they just trying different things? Or do you feel like there's, like... There's a shift happening. Yeah, that's... that's I've heard, you mm-hmm. know, but I'm just wondering why, you know. So, um, that's an interesting question mm. because... Even if it is being mainstream, the people who are coming in contact with it... Um, now, for whatever reason it may be, they don't realize it, mm-hmm. or they may not realize it, but they're getting introduced and coming in contact with it and showing an interest in it for a reason, because yeah. at some point, you're going to have that click, yeah, and you're going to be like, oh, wow, yeah, you know, that was no coincidence, you know, and um, I'm pretty disconnected from... Mm-hmm like physical reality at this point Mm -hmm. so i'm not really sure what so you're uh, not like doing tv and like social media like that i have social media for uh more so of my work now but at first i uh was pretty disconnected from it just because i really didn't like the vibration and Mm -hmm. energy of the content that people were posting Mm -hmm. so i actually uh sometime last year like last school year i think well, I guess it would be like the school year before this one because mm-hmm. this school year just passed. But I unfollowed literally everybody and I was at zero and I was like, I'm starting over. Yeah. Um, and that was one of the best things that I did. And I even uh, stayed off of social media for like at least a month or two. And that was very refreshing mm-hmm. and very cleansing uh, of my mind and everything else, mind, body, and spirit. But, um, well, you know what? I want to say, I started a second Facebook page. I really didn't have to, but I started just to kind of clean it out. Like, I had it since almost its inception. But, you know, I hear a lot of people talk about that, and I especially use this advice for my friends. And you hear, like, studies and articles talking about how social media leads to depression. I always tell people, like, it's your social media. Yes. How much like time you, are you? Yeah. Well, not even how much time, but like you literally have control mm-hmm. over like the people you follow, the things you see. Because sometimes people tell me stuff and I'm like, who do y'all follow? Right. <laughs> who are y'all following? You know, I tell people like, like it's your social media. Like you literally do not have to see anything you don't want to see. Now, you know, for us checking now, it is very hard for me to completely check out. What I will say is that for a lot of my social media, I schedule a lot of stuff because mm-hmm. I have way more accounts than people know because I manage social media as well. But I, um, yeah, yeah, I realized that the other day. <laughs> she has like five accounts. <laughs> Which ones do I follow? That's, that's just and that's the ones just with my like 
name on it. Like, there's stuff that I manage that people don't even know, like, mm-hmm. I manage. But, you know, even when I'm on there, like, people send me stuff. Like, I literally don't see stuff because it's like, I'm on there to post yeah. and respond to comments, and I'm and checking that's out. it. <laughs> yeah, and I'm checking out. Literally so, me on my Twitter. Yeah, so people are, like, always upset, or they always come across stuff. And I'm like, how do y'all even come across stuff like that? And I've even been more intentional. We can off subject a little bit. But I've even been intentional with my personal Facebook page. Like, I don't li- li- I don't like to post like stuff regarding crime mm-hmm. or really I like to impose like informative uplifting and funny stuff and that's it because I figured that people get enough of that other places yeah and that's not just social media even with this podcast like people might be like why aren't sh- why isn't she attacking certain issues that's mm-hmm. because you get it attacked everywhere else yeah <laughs> or Let's somebody's like yeah somebody's like doing like critical pieces on different things it's like y'all are already getting that mm-hmm. a lot of times people are already saying some things i want to say you know on different issues it's like let's try a different route like y'all get that everywhere else yeah so yeah we but, get enough negativity yeah. and um depression and all of that but not enough people are being motivating and encouraging yeah. and enlightening people uh to be more positive and optimistic about things yeah. let's let's encourage people and tell them and show them that uh there is some very happy times like happiness is accessible joy yeah. is accessible and it's in your reach and um you attract what um what you put out i guess you could yeah. say yeah and i guess even you know you know we talked a little bit about like my personality offline right but when i tell sometimes i will randomly post on facebook like i'm a super nice person i'm a super helper and people are like what but you know i do feel like i have made a change you know i've never really been a person that have like, I try not to be someone who does something intentionally. Mm-hmm. Usually, I'm responding to someone. And I'm originally from the Night Wars. So I have to respond a certain way sometimes. <laughs> but, you know, I usually try not to start stuff. I've tried to, like, we were talking about um, a little, some things offline. But I was telling you, for the month of June, I told my husband, let's try something. I said, I will try not to complain. I want you to hold me accountable for that. We already know of my complaints. Let's just talk about, like, good things and good things that want to happen. And it's not really about um, being, I guess people say not being realistic about the situation (laughs) or something. But if you are sad, if you're upset, if you have issues, you know this. And Mm -hmm. it's like, at some point in your life, you have to be like, I'm tired of this. At some point. I am literally tired. <laughs> I would hope so. Yeah, at some and point. I, you know, I don't know how that works for people who are like, you know, like clinically like depressed or anything like yeah. that. I'm not sure how that would work, but I know for me, like I've had my challenges. Part of the reason why I started this podcast because I'm like, being here is a challenge for me. Mm-hmm. It's not just because of the things involved in Jackson. It's because I'm away from my family and yeah. I want to be home. You know, and that led to me for a long time just being sad about being here and Mm -hmm. I think people you know of course I joke a lot but people don't understand decade long of being sad and not wanting to be here yeah like every day I hate being here (laughs) and like I said it's it's some things about Jackson is also about being missing home and people have to realize it's not just about being from New Orleans but I also experienced Hurricane Katrina Mm -hmm. which changed things so it's like a lot of the connection I have with New Orleans is the connection that doesn't even exist anymore sometimes you know but you know and it was for me I was like I'm tired of being upset (laughs) I'm tired of being worried about things and I think sometimes that's to me that makes 
that's the difference between I feel like religion and spirituality sometimes. Mm-hmm. I think spirituality when people say they're spiritual, it means I'm willing to take some things in control. Yeah. And not just pray for things to change yeah. and just beg for things to change and then you're just waiting for this change. Mm-hmm. It's not uh I don't know, when I think about religion and spirituality, with spirituality you're just more open and accepting of everything that's out there Mm -hmm. you know you don't allow yourself to be constrained Mm -hmm. or um tied down to just one way of thinking Mm -hmm. and one way of living but that doesn't mean that when you're um associated with a religion that you can't do those things a lot of times you're just taught that you can't yeah um and another thing that i just wanted to touch on as you were talking um Two different things, but they actually seem to connect. Okay. Uh, a lot of people don't know. One of the reasons, because I think I mentioned already, I took a year off from mm-hmm. photography and journalism and everything. And uh, the reason that I did that was because I was suffering from chronic anxiety, uh, chronic depression, and I was just... I had reached what I would describe as the lowest point in my life. Mm-hmm. And that's usually what triggers people into getting into that spiritual. Uh, I really wish it wasn't like that. Like, <laughs> some, Well, it doesn't have to be. But yeah. when we don't listen and pay attention to the, the signs yeah. from God or from the universe, then we have to take the hard route because mm-hmm. we didn't take the easy route. Mm-hmm. Um, but just really quickly, uh, that's what got me into buying crystals and stones and starting to sage and uh, truly realizing that our words, thoughts, and actions hold so much power than a lot of people realize and uh, understand. But those things manifest and attract everything that we want. So if I say that I'm sad and depressed, You're that is true. You're just going to continue to be sad and depressed. Yes, and if I say that I'm happy and joyful... That is also true Mm -hmm. because I said so, Mm -hmm. I think so, or um, I believe it. So Mm -hmm. I just I just wanted to touch on that and just really let people know that your words, your thoughts and your actions um, manifest. And uh, yeah, karma, karma. Somebody pass a collection plate. (laughs) 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 And people don't believe in karma either. But like, like I said. There might be different names for it, but like I said, I try not the to devil. intentionally, <laughs> you know, I try not to intentionally start stuff because I do believe in it. Yeah. So, yeah. Anyway, so let's talk about the services you offer. You kind of told us a little bit of what you do. So what exactly do you do All for right. people? So um, the thing that is accessible to people right now is Reiki. Mm -hmm. Um, Reiki is of Japanese origin, um, and Reiki literally means spiritual energy Mm -hmm. or universal energy. Um, It is a energy healing modality or tool in which the practitioner um, perceives or scans that the person's energy field and auric field for any imbalances, uh, and if you're familiar with the the chakras, which are the energy centers in our bodies, mm-hmm. um, they govern uh, different parts of us yeah, physically, 
Right. <laughs> Physically, emotionally, and mentally. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Reiki helps bring balance and homeostasis uh, to the body. Mm-hmm. And that energy flows through our meridians. And, um, yeah, so when our energy is balanced, then mm-hmm. our physical bodies are able to uh, function uh, properly and smoothly. But when we're imbalanced, that's when we start uh having all of those worries, those anxieties, those stress. And uh, like I said, it relates to our physical pain and mental, I guess, blah as well. But um, yeah. Let me ask you a question I know the answer to. Mm -hmm. Is diet related to this? Oh my, oh my. Because a lot of these people tend to be vegan. Yeah. And I'm like, are y'all vegan because it's cool to be vegan? Right. Or like, do you really require, like, does that really contribute? Physically, I know it contributes, but like, yes. Mentally, does it contribute to stuff? It is literally proven. um, I know. On so many different levels. Like, uh, I'm vegan. I. And did you go vegan when you went through this transition? It was almost was two it, years ago. Okay. So at the end of July, uh, it'll yeah. At the end of July, it would be two years since I became vegetarian, and then in November I became my transition um, no towards vegan. Nope, nothing at all. Uh, and that was ethical reasons for me because I just shrimp. No, there's ethical reasons for shrimp <laughs> because to me, I believe that. That everybody, is also a living, everybody, a yeah, living I get being. it, or everything, yeah, yeah. Uh, everything. Uh, I mean, because like I even like crawfish, and like you know, we eat all, all of that. Yeah, okay, yeah. okay. No, mm-hmm. yeah, I just I I don't touch it um, for ethical reasons, for spiritual reasons, uh, and on an energetic level. Um, I hear, I know, I know. I'm so sorry to I say know. this, everyone, but. <laughs> mm. uh, Man, those animals are not happy when, when they die. they're dying. They're upset. And, uh, what people don't realize is are that energy transferring. Energy? transferring. Uh, and, you're gonna say that. Um, so if that cow or whatever was in pain mm-hmm. and depressed and uh, sad and broken bones and things like that, then that energy, that energy transfers. And then we even hear this when we, you know, the difference between like organic meat mm-hmm. and like regular meat, they yeah. were like, organic meat is like treat, treat it better. Mm-hmm. They're like not killed brutally. Non-GMO, so, you know, yeah. yeah, you know, there's a difference even when you buy those. Yeah. Cause I remember when I heard, I heard a presentation here and I forgot the name of the farm, but he was just telling us how, when you get grocery store beef, like what they go through compared to like what they do with their animals, which in the end they're all being slaughtered. So I'm pretty sure they're not happy they're being killed. Right, right. And Woo-hoo. they and they like, you know, they probably can sense they're being killed. But, you know, yeah. I just was wondering because I just feel like most of those people tend to be yeah. vegan. It's typically because um they're just becoming spiritually aligned. And what becoming do y'all aware. Eat? What do y'all eat? This is salt. Like, what do y'all eat? Like, are y'all like so, sautéing kale with like zarins or something? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> are they like deep frying like so. <laughs> like peas or something? Like, what are you doing? Um, 
I oh mean, my. vegetables have energy too. Yes, exactly. So are you eating vegetables? Yes, you're eating like, a lot are, of are you, Like, is that that type of energy is okay too? Yes, definitely. I'm saying, it's, you might say energy or energy, I'm not sure. You're saying Ener- energy. Okay, good. I hear, I hear energy. <laughs> I don't hear the tea. Okay. We're not here to promote. Uh, <laughs> Unless you want to sponsor us. Right, right. But <laughs> um, Yeah, so, and it's always funny answering this. In the beginning, I used to get so irritated because I'm like, <laughs> you know that there are like plants and vegetables and fruits and grains. How's it feeling? Uh, and like, what do you do? Like a person like me, I can, let me tell you something. I've been thinking about being vegan. First of all, I'm lactose yeah. intolerant, so uh-huh. I'm not supposed to do dairy anyway. Anyway. Makes me sick. <laughs> Beef takes a very long time to process. Mm-hmm. It makes me sick. I'm not supposed to eat it anyway. <laughs> Pork can make me sick. So this is like all the science necessary to tell me I don't need to have any of this stuff anyway. Yeah. And I'm like, but if I just have a little bit, you know, I want a taco, but just give me light beef just instead. A little bit, right? And then like I'm a super duper picky eater. I don't like trying new stuff. So mm-hmm. it's like, how do you become vegan in the South? Like like I said, like are y'all like just are you putting comeback sauce on like corn? It's like <laughs> what are y'all doing? <laughs> um Man, so being vegetarian and being vegan really expands. I know for me, it it really expanded my palate. Like a lot of the vegetables and um, plants and stuff that I eat now, I didn't have a a taste or desire for Hmm. before I became vegetarian. But it seems like after a few months or so of being in this lifestyle, suddenly I like mushrooms and Mm. um, other peppers, like the tricolored peppers and things like that. But um, yeah, really it it forces you or encourages you, kind of motivates you to explore different flavors, um, different sources of food and nutrients and protein and everything. But- uh, What about vegan alcohol? That is a thing. I've heard. That so. is, yeah. Okay. It's about a, it's pretty much a vegan substitute to everything. Um, and you can easily search it. I don't up. like tofu, though. It's weird. I didn't like tofu at first either. Oh, I but think you like I it just now? started, yes, it is so delicious to me now. Uh, it's like weird, though. Yeah. It's, you know what? It has to be cooked a certain way. Okay. And everybody has a preference. Zatarins. All right. Just, you know, <laughs> throw some Tonys on there. <laughs> do you fry? Can you fry tofu? You do. Can you, so you can put like put it in flour and like fry it? I mean, you could. That probably would not be the healthiest <laughs> route. But you can definitely, you know, saute it, throw some oil in there. I prefer like avocado oil, but yeah, put that in a pan and start sauteing it, get it crispy, and you're good. Hmm. Yeah. We are not just eating tofu like chips though. So just to clarify that, okay. you put it with other greens, other grains, and yeah, it becomes filling. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> Have we been answering the questions? <sighs> that was so hard to hear. But okay, so I like to ask the transplants if there are some advice or recommendations to newbies. So do you have either? Where, mm. Like, what's some advice or what are some of your favorite places to go oh or things gosh. to do? So, as a vegan, or yeah, yeah. As okay. a, a person on a plant-based uh, plant-based diet, mm-hmm. some of my favorite places to go. Um, I just started going to Mama Nature's. 
Okay. That is absolutely delicious. I'm excited for her to be open and find her. Yes. Um, and for those who are like, is it black owned? Yes, it is. <laughs> if you're only into black owned businesses, that is one to go support. <laughs> um, let's see. I, I like Cool Al's. Okay. They have like the best ver- burgers, um, wings, and everything. Wings? Yes. So one of the... Um, Tofu wings? Well, it's, it's seitan or seitan. Have you S E I T A N? Is it like lemon pepper? Yeah, it's one of the (laughs) the more wheat soyish kind of uh, proteins for yeah. They have really good wings. Okay, try it out. You have are they like wet? Yes, I don't do. They have dry and wet. Okay, okay, I can do dry. I don't like wet stuff. Yes. Sounds bad, but whatever. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I don't do like wet meats Mm -hmm. or wet stuff. I don't know. Yeah, I don't Uh, know. I'm not like big on condiments and stuff like that. I just don't like like drier food. Yeah. <laughs> hey. That's what it's there for. You have options again. Okay, options. Options okay. for a reason. Okay. Uh my favorite places to go, man. Hold on. I have a list on my Ooh, phone. Okay, cool. Yeah. I Prepare try to guest. write. <laughs> I try to write this down because people like ask me where where do I get food? But like mm-hmm. as a vegan and vegetarian you really cook more, mm-hmm. um, and it, it saves more money. Yeah, buying, buying groceries. Uh, yeah, let me see. I have a list of places that I like to go called my faves. <laughs> um, oh yeah, I do like Babalu. Okay, I say cool else. Um, PF Changs has great food. Uh, Mama Nature's. There's this new place I need to check out that's also black owned called Herbal Blessings, I think. Uh, is this the place? It Where is be. that? Is that the place on Ferris Street? I think so. Is that it? You know, Melvin? Okay. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm not as prepared as I thought that's I was. Fine. But <laughs> so, anyway, I do like to go to Natchez Trace to really okay. connect and, um, just really get back in tune with nature and um, just be in that energy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's a great way to just go and relax and meditate and unwind okay. when you've been around, like, technology and stuff yeah. all day. Yeah. How are you in tune with, like, nature when it's hot as hell and there's mosquitoes biting you? <laughs> so kind of... Do you do, like, a like a force fill or something <laughs> <laughs> that prevents you from getting bitten? So... <laughs> So Synergy Center, we have a very local. Oh yeah, the uh, spray. I saw that spray. Yeah, Skeeter Skedaddle. Okay. Uh, <laughs> by Mississippi Hippie. So I like to spray that on. Okay. And then also, I kind of just put the intention out that I don't want this happening. I okay. don't want to get bit. Yeah. I don't want to get attacked. But mm-hmm. um, when you start becoming more connected spiritually, um, bugs and other things might not i can't say for oh, everybody so basically i'm always a bit because of the person i am yeah exactly <laughs> you're so right i am the person if there is one mosquito in the room and there's 20 people i'm gonna be bit five you're the times one, they just like you more they're coming to speak but <laughs> they can say hi that's how they, they don't speak. have to like bite me <laughs> right tear your skin off <laughs> right um advice though man 
to a specific group of people? Or to well, just, like, just people who are new to Jackson. You know, usually it's like along the lines of how do I meet people? Yeah. How do I adjust? Mm. I think a lot of times people come to Jackson from bigger cities mm. like Houston, Atlanta, New York, Chicago, and they're like, they have this culture shock because Jackson and Mississippi in general is not as broad and up to date on um, architecture and technology and you know stuff like that. But the best thing that I could say is to just learn to appreciate what's here because it's a lot of beauty and a lot of history and art um, that this city and this state offers. Mm -hmm. But you just have to be open-minded to that change and that transition that you're going through. Uh, because if you're just, you don't come to a new place for all the old things that you just left. That's a good point. And, uh, yeah, that's come to this new place to experience new people, new food, new music, and new culture. Mm. And, uh, yeah, if you, once again, manifest <laughs> and put the intention out mm-hmm. that this is what you want to do. And I guarantee you will start meeting uh, the people and suddenly popping up at the places that you need it the most. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's what we have social media for, too. And like Google and yeah. the Internet to yeah. ask questions. And no. Cyber stalk and slanted DMs. <laughs> right, exactly. I just saw you walking down the street. Uh, Can we be friends? Right. Would you like to be my friend? I'm not weird, I promise. I just, I'm lonely. So, uh, where can these shady people follow you? I'm going to put this in the show notes too, but like, do you want to like let them know what they can? No. Okay. <laughs> Don't follow me. <laughs> no thanks. <laughs> so I am on Instagram and Twitter uh, at Yogi Sage underscore. So that's Y O G I S A G E underscore. And my Facebook for work, not personal because I don't know you, but <laughs> my work Facebook is Yogi Sage. And I think the et name might be Yogi Sage as well, Yogi Sage 11. But on there, every Wednesday, I will usually post something called Wednesday Wisdom, where I kind of just channel or intuitively leave a message for whoever may need it. And uh, that usually gets a lot of great feedback and a lot of interaction. So that makes me very happy uh, knowing that that message was received by somebody. And of course, I post other things like my other services that we actually didn't really get into, but you want to, yeah, sure. Really quick. So, um, we mentioned the Reiki already. Mm -hmm. One of the other things that I'm working towards, I'm actually in, uh, a program right now, online program through the university of metaphysics, um, studying to become a spiritual counselor. Mm -hmm. I think that's a mosquito. You kind of, you see, you manifest it a mosquito. (laughs) That mosquito was not there. I want that mosquito to bite Melvin, please. That's my intention. Yikes. (laughs) Give it five minutes. Um, So uh, spiritually, as far as my spiritual career goes, I I would like to become, I'm going to become a Reiki master teacher, a spiritual counselor, 
um, a yoga instructor, and hey, whatever else comes along the way, a spiritual pioneer. Okay. Yeah. What, are you teaching yoga already? Not or? yet. Okay. Man, I'm so excited to be getting into that. Yeah. If you have not tried yoga, go I'm gonna, try I'm it. I'm going to try. It's been a very long time yeah. since I've done it, but I'm considering yeah. getting back into it. I will start my teacher training at some point. Okay. I don't know when, but. I'm very, like, rusty. Like, I can barely <laughs> tie my shoe. <laughs> yoga helps with that. I know. You'll be able to tie your shoe again. <laughs> And my husband won't have to. Right, exactly. Uh. <laughs> but um, yeah, so Yogi Sage underscore, or just Yogi Sage, and um, feel free to, yeah, hit me up on there. I love talking to people. I love answering questions. And I am a practitioner out of Soul Synergy Center, which is a spiritual and wellness um, center in Flowood. We offer yoga massage a salt cave and yeah we have energy practitioners and psychics and intuitives there too so yeah come and out i've been to the salt cave twice the very first time i feel like the first time i went was just i was just in there yeah i was supposed to be meditating but i was like like running all the like things I need to do <laughs> in my head. I got a foot massage, which was really good as well. The, the foot reflexology. Yeah. That is, yes. That was really good. And then by the time I was like completely like comfortable and at peace, like the little bell rang. So <laughs> it was like time up. Wow. <laughs> Mesquil. I think it might have bit me. Wrong person. I am not. <laughs> <laughs> I am not Melvin. <laughs> yeah, we all agreed that it was Melvin. Oh, and then I went to that that group meditation, oh which gosh. I think it's monthly, right? Yes. It's been a while since I've been. Man. So, yeah, but, um, yeah, that was really good as well. So, yeah, I don't know. You guys might see me if you go. Um, don't speak to me. So, I'm oh. just kidding. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> yeah, but. Um, speak to me. I'm fine with yeah, that. Yeah, you can say hi to me. <laughs> I'm friendly. <laughs> Just start it by the time you hear this. But uh, yeah, so thank you for um, agreeing to um, be interviewed and chat with me. Most definitely. This was awesome. Yeah, it was good, right? <laughs> he didn't know about me at first, you guys. Right. It wasn't too bad. <laughs> um, I would like to uh, give a shout out to 242 Creative for recording this podcast and putting up with me as usual. Um, Small World Studio for the music. Um, don't forget to buy my merch. And when you buy yourself something, buy something for me as well. Cause hmm. I don't, <laughs> I think that's, yeah, that's how it works. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Um, and follow me on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Jackson transplant spell JXN. Um, email me at Jackson transplants, um, at gmail.com. You know, you guys know I only accept compliments. No, like, like criticism, we call it not um, constructive, no constructive criticism, insults. I only do compliments. That's yeah. it. Well, <laughs> Just tell me I'm doing an awesome job. <laughs> and I will talk to you haters later. Bye. <laughs>